who's a fat boy? Welcome to episode 28 of Podcast Fat Boy. We are back. We are in the uh, Charlie Bucket studio, which is my bedroom. I am sitting here in uh, a very extended state of summer. It is actually fall now, my favorite season. But the problem here is we've got another 10 days of weather that all of a sudden is uh, 30 degrees Celsius and feels like 38 with the humidity. So very hot. Would have been fine to have this in its normal spot of July or uh, early August even. And I'm afraid that didn't happen. So here we are. We're, 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 we're having another go at summer. Why not? I mean, it's uh, you know, not a bad thing to complain about. A lot of people right now, there's multiple hurricanes pummeling the earth. People are losing their homes. There's no power. They just want, you know, a glass of water. I, I think I, I can't complain too much that we've got an extra 10 days of some really nice weather. Don't worry, Matt. The cold weather will come. You'll be able to put on all your scarves. It'll be great. It will be great. Um, I just got to tell you a story about last night. Um, I ordered Uber Eats. And if you're not familiar with Uber Eats, essentially it's uh, affiliated with Uber and it just delivers you food. And so what they you either get a driver that delivers you food or you get a person on a bike who delivers you food and you can see which it is. Uh, so there was a I got a bike last night and it, it was fairly late. It was very late, okay? I kind of rewarded myself because I've been working out pretty damn hard over the last couple of weeks. You know, I'm, I'm in a good state. We're going to get to that later. Let's talk about Alfonso, okay? He's got a five-star rating on Uber Eats. So I'm watching him. They say he picks up the meal, and he's, you know, south of me. I'm up on, a, 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 you know, a place called High Park, essentially. I'm north of there. And they don't just call it that for no reason. It, it is high up. It is hilly, motherfucker, to get here, okay? So I'm watching Alfonso, and I noticed in his picture that, you know, he's a he's a chubby guy. No big deal. This is great. He's getting exercise. I'm very happy about that. I'm happy to see that. I'm happy that I'm contributing. I'm paying him to exercise, and that makes me happy because, you know, that's just, you know, another way to lose the pounds. Am I right? So Alfonso, he's heading up. And I see him as he like gets kind of close to <laughs> where it gets really hilly. He has a decision to make. Essentially, he's got to take that hill. You got to take that fucking hill or you pull off to the side and walk it or do something else, which is what I did not. I did not think of a uh, sorry. I got a lot of static here. Um. I didn't think of an Uber Eats bicycle rider doing was, I think he took the bus because he's just, I just, I'm looking at Alfonso. He's there for 10 minutes in one spot, right at, at Bloor and Keel. And I'm like, I hope he didn't die. Not because I wouldn't have got my food. I care about Alfonso. 
but uh, <laughs> I just, you know, it's dangerous to be on a bike uh, at this time of night. It was, you know, around 11 o'clock. Okay, yeah, I'm eating late, so what? So I'm just watching him, and I'm like, is this is this app glitching? What What's going on? Is he actually just around the corner? <laughs> I don't know. And then, yeah, I do see that he moves closer to inside where the station is. So Alfonso is taking the bus. He is not taking that hill. He's waiting for the bus on his Uber Eats bike, which is just hilarious to me to think of, of, uh, you know, He's got to he's got to factor that into his his costs, you know. He's he's paying 3 bucks for a for a 2-minute bus ride. You know, 325 if you don't got the old Presto Changeo pass. So yeah, I follow him and then <laughs> shortly after that, you know, about 15 minutes of him just being in one spot, he zooms right up that hill pretty fast for old Fonz and gets off and then I can see he's starting to slow down again as he's back on his bike. And as he rounds my corner, I could see him. He's just like, for one, he's riding a BMX bike. That is not the kind of courier bike you want. You know, <laughs> that's not going to get you around the city. That's not going to be an easy bike. That's for that's for being a cool kid in a fucking bike park, doing all kinds of grinds and rinds, and you know, something you know, like what the Foot Clan do in their off time. Uh, you know, Ninja Turtles, when those those abandoned warehouses. So he he find, he's got no bike lights. He's wearing a black shirt. I'm just like, man, you've got so so much wrong here. So, anyways, he find, he's he's out of breath and he gives me my food and says, "Have a good night." And uh, you know, I don't usually tip Uber Eats because I'm I'm making a stand with it because Uber Eats is now the most expensive kind of food delivery service you can get it costs five dollars delivery fee fat flat <laughs> fat <laughs> sorry alfonso flat five dollar fee plus tax so that's 564 canadian and then on top of that once you get your meal you get another little buzz hey why don't you give uh alfonso a little rating and while you're at it you can tip him hey it's optional it's optional you don't have to do it but you know two bucks four bucks six bucks now i'm not gonna tip alfonso six dollars for that kind of service you do not take the bus to get to my place if you are riding a bike uber eats so i did tip him three bucks because i felt bad and, and i wanted to reward alfonso a little bit i think that you know it was pretty ambitious for him to bm bmx bike uh with with a heavy sack of tie on his back <laughs> <laughs> to uh, get to my place. So Alfonso, thank you very much, but you got to get some bike lights and I I, I would, um, it'd be much easier for you if you got a, a hybrid bike or even a road bike. I know they're kind of tiny and weird, but you know what? You're It's going to feel a lot better. It's going to feel a lot better. Keep the BMX bike for doing flips, okay? Moving on. Talked a lot about Alfonso. Um... Well, I got to give our Kim Jong-un nuclear update because that's what this podcast is really about. Fear, fear of being cooked. Uh, you know, where we're at right now, it's just the, the president of the United States, who is uh, Donald Trump. Yes, that Donald Trump. He's, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of 
puffing their chests at each other and <laughs> threatening to uh, annihilate, 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 annihilate entire countries. That's uh, where we're at. Where you know he he'll destroy them and they'll destroy them. And oh my god, it's just uh, it's pretty scary. And uh, Kim Jong Un kept calling him a dotard, which uh, I had to look up because I didn't know what it was. But he kept using that term, and I can see him with his advisors being like, "What's the word for like a senile old man who's weak minded?" I think that that's essentially what it means. <laughs> so. Not not like senile old man, but um, you know, based on senility, a senile person who's weak minded. It's like uh, that seems kind of rough. Is that what you call old people? Like because they're senile, they're 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 dotards. I I don't like that term. I don't like how to say it. I don't like that it kind of looks like the word retard. I don't like that at all. So Kim Jong Un, come on. You know, pick different, call them a fucking orange tomato or, you know, uh, uh, creamsicle pop or whatever. It'd be more fun with it. You know, you guys are threatening nuclear war. I just want a little bit more humor in it. I don't want to have to be going to Merriam-Webster to look up words, okay? We're the same age. Act like you're 32, possibly 33. Nobody actually knows when you were born. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, and, uh, speaking, speaking of insanity, I'm catching up on Twin Peaks, guys. Uh, I'm on episode eight and I just finished it and it was nuts. Um, I think I immediately fell asleep after that episode because, because it was like some, some form of, um, I'm sure they would use it as torture in some, some military camps. It was, uh, stimulating, uh, if I was high or on any kind of drug, I probably would have had some kind of break. Very, very interesting. Very strange mind, that Lynch. Love him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying this weird-ass take. You never would have thought they were going here when you heard Twin Peaks was coming back. That's for sure. It's not like, oh, is it going to be like last time? Not the fuck at all. So if you didn't like it last time, Good reason to watch it. Let's get to the exercise update. Alfonso, you have really wasted my time. <clears throat> I have been working. Like, I, I finally got the drive back to want to, you know, work out. And I'm not afraid of the panic of, of cardio. I don't know if you, you know... As soon as it starts to, I haven't had to like breathe really hard since I did like cross country when I was a kid. So I have a major panic when it happens. What if I never am able to catch my breath again? It's like someone who gets the hiccups and has them for 90 years. So I'm finally getting over that because I went and played my first ice hockey game since I was 15 years old. First, like part of a league ice hockey game we were very short and i almost died it was it was so tiring <laughs> and we only had two lines it was awful but that like for the week anything else i did was like oh this isn't as bad i know how far i can go now because of that and i think going to game 2 tomorrow 
I'm going to be in a lot better shape for it. I'm going to be able to pace myself a little bit better. My cardio is definitely improving and I like it. Like I'm craving doing more cardio and stuff, which is great. I'm not afraid any. I'm not afraid anymore. Um, but yeah, wow. If you want, if you know how to skate and you just want a really good all body workout, good cardio, uh, every muscle in your body hurts. It's hockey. It's fucking ice hockey every time. Uh, so I did that, and then I played ball hockey on Tuesday. I've been biking like crazy, and I've got this bike route now where I like a big part, three quarters of the way, is like doing the big hill in High Park, and I'm trying to take that fucking hill. Got to take the hill, but I got to stop halfway through because it's it's too much. It's a pretty intense hill. It's, you know... It's a good place to practice for the Tour de France, I'm sure. You see lots of guys with their, their spandex and, you know, bikes that weigh less than a pound going by you. Like, it's no big deal. Using, you know, m- using my drag <laughs> to get by me. Um so that is, uh, that's a big thing for me now. It's, uh, a big goal for me is to take the hill. Take the hill in so many ways. You know, uh, everything's a hill with trying to get fit. You got to fucking really, you know, put, you got to put things into perspective here. It's not going to happen overnight, but, you know, to get your diet in order, to get your exercise better, to have your muscles feeling stronger and your lungs breathing better, it's just all this fucking bump you got to get over, right? So I'm doing a lot better with that, and I'm feeling more like like Trainer Matt from the mid-2000s is starting to chisel his way out of my fat body and uh, wants to do a handstand. That's his dream. <laughs> um Hopefully, you know, I'm get, as I've talked before, we got the, the pictures coming up in about a month month and a half for uh, my license and stuff, and I want to look different, okay? Don't want to look like uh, some fast food eater, okay? Because that's pretty much what the fuck I am, fucking fast food eater. Uh, I've had to deal with an injury uh, when I was playing hockey. I rolled my ankle. Has anyone ever rolled their ankle out there? Just wave your hands out your car windows, if you've rolled your ankle, that was a very scary thing. I've never sprained an ankle before, and uh, I, I think it was very minor. I went to task on it when I got home, but I could not move it one way. It was like, it didn't really swell, though. That's where I'm, like, kind of shocked by. But it hurt to go one way, so, you know, you hit the ice, you hit the heat, you fucking keep her elevated, and uh, after two days, it felt pretty good. And it's my fault for wearing shitty shoes. If you're doing any kind of sport, whether it be badminton, dodgeball, basketball, uh, indoor wiffle ball, um, you know, whatever, whatever the sport is, you got to make sure you have proper ankle support on your shoes. And the best shoes for that is either a cross trainer or basketball shoes. I have not purchased basketball shoes since I was a young child, still in the back play yard, so this is 
in elementary school would be grade three at the most, because grade four, I moved up to the front yard. And uh, I had Reebok pumps. I had the Reebok pumps. Who didn't? They were fantastic. Not only did they already provide great support, I could pump them up, make them even more secure. I got balloons on my feet. Supported balloons. It was great. But it ruined my high jumping career because I used to wear slip-ons and everyone was like, look at this guy in his slip-ons. And I would sail over that bar, hit my head on the window, ceilings, huge problem for me. And I was like, I just love these pumps so much. I'd like to fucking use these for high jump. And those things are clunky as fuck. I don't know if basketball shoes were always clunky. I think they're a lot better now. But that fucker, I was like, I was karate kicking that bar in half with those shoes. So if you're a young kid and you're feeling, you know, self-conscious about your slip-ons, don't change a thing. You're going to be a great high jumper one day. I promise you, don't switch to pumps or any kind of heavy shoe, okay? Thank God. What else is going on with me? I don't know why, but I feel like for the first time in my life, I have something called eczema. What the fuck? Why, why is this popping up when I'm almost 33 years old? Is this the ailment I have to deal with now? I've had a little patch of itchy skin just underneath my, my arm for a bit, and now it's like kind of fucking everywhere in some senses. You know, like it's it's in like three or four different places now. And I, I finally caved and got the steroid cream and put it on. But it's it's like, I feel like I'm turning into that fucking Game of Thrones scaly motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about, Game of Thrones fans, the scaly fucking rock people or whatever. Yeah, that's what that's what's happened. That's what eczema is. That's all he had. Jesus. I've I also in my head, I'm like, is it even eczema? I should go to a doctor because I've showed it to people who have eczema and they're like, yeah, it looks like eczema to me. But who fucking knows? It could be any skin thing. Maybe it was poison oak. I don't know. Maybe I've been rubbing my body on some poison ivy or some shit. Anyway, I'm trying not to itch myself to a a bloody tube. So, um, other than that, though, I'm feeling really good energy-wise with the exercise. I'm not stepping on the scale yet because I know I'm, I'm going to be, you know, not very happy with it. I, I don't think I'm losing too much weight because I'm, you know, in that weird spot where you gain before you lose. Um, but I think it's going to start pouring off, folks. So hang tight. Hang 10, bro. Hang 10. It's hang 10. A um, couple of things I want to talk about. We've got some uh, health articles. I've been uh, looking at uh, the Globe and Mail. I have a friend who works at the Globe and Mail. He's the videographer, Tim Moore, everybody. Uh, you know, if you want to check out some Globe and Mail vids, he's the guy who probably shoots them all. Does some really good stuff. Check them out. You know, keep keep print going, even though uh, you can't put a video on print. So keep the internet alive, okay? Keep it alive. Pay your uh, one dollar a week to uh, read. Uh, you know the the Canada's newspaper that you need a college degree to read. So I barely can read this paper. It takes me about it takes me about twenty minutes an article because I have a comedy diploma, which is you know. It's got to be on the lowest part of the college diploma program, you know, like if uh, we're probably at the bottom with golf management and um, I don't know, like jazz snapping, jazz snapping fingers, of course, 
that's a course, right? Jazz snapping fingers. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, a couple of things. I like coffee. Do you like coffee? I love cough. So there is a, uh, a doctor wrote in the Globe and Mail, does coffee, is it bad for your bones? Does it drain calcium from your body? And uh, a lot, you know, like it's normal to pee out a lot of calcium. And, you know, um, uh, coffee is, uh, you know, it makes you pee a lot. So it's, I, I don't think it's a problem. There's always like this thing like drink coffee, don't drink coffee, it kills you. And like you read, an art, I read an article, another article, it says coffee's, you know, lowers the risk of death. So I'm a two cup a cup a day. I have two cups of coffee a day. I've got one right here. I've got a nice new Toronto brand bean. Having a sip of it. Um, there's no significant evidence that it contributes to bone fractures or osteoporosis. And the only problem you have to worry about is, you know, it, it, if you're getting enough calcium, you're fine. Don't worry about it. If you're not getting enough calcium, because, you know, they love chugging that stuff. They love the making you drink the the, the cow milk, uh, you know, get uh, more calcium in your bones. But you don't, you know, as I've said before, you don't need to drink that stuff. You don't need to drink that stuff. You can take supplements. Also, I still believe vitamin D is more important for bone health. But that's just me, a schlub with a, with a college diploma. With honors, mind you, with honors. <laughs> Another article I read by Leslie Beck. Now, she's a dietitian in Toronto, and she gives a few pointers that I want to give you now for um, losing weight. And she says that slow and steady is what wins the weight loss race, which I do agree with. And when I was a trainer, that is something that I tried to... Um, I, I tried to convey to, to my clients, I guess, to say that, you know, you, I know how much you want to lose. You can't lose it every, you know, in, in the next two weeks. If it's a huge total, you don't want to lose too much every week. You want to fucking try to keep it to between one and two pounds, you know, like don't kill yourself. And that's hard to do. It's hard to do. So she outlines a couple of things that you should do. I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to quickly just go through them real quick. Some pointers for losing weight. If you are listening to this and you're like, fuck, I need some pointers to lose some weight. Okay. First one, set short-term goals. You want to lose 40 pounds? No big deal. Keep that as your goal. But do your first, you know, short-term goal to be five pounds. I'm going to try and lose five pounds in one month. Okay. A lot easier to hit, and then you can reward yourself, right? Two, plan meals in advance. Make a big fucking stir fry on the weekend. Uh, something that you can eat through the week more than one day. I've done that before, and it does really help to have meals ready to go. Put them in the freezer. A beautiful thing, okay? Three, manage your weekends. A lot of people like to do the cheat day, which I also do. You know, it's like, well, I, I need a little bit of a reward here for the work I'm doing. And I remember, uh, I don't know, fucking Tobey Maguire when he was like in Spider-Man. Remember that? 
I don't know. He's probably on like fucking Rosie. Was I watching Rosie? I don't even. Oh man, was that a while ago? But he, I remember him being like, "Oh yeah, it's strict diet, and then Sunday's cheat day. I eat like fucking whatever I want, and um, you're more likely to start to like if you have a cheat day." It'll blend into another day, and then you know you're gonna have less discipline with your with your diet. So it's you know as Leslie here is saying too, you know just uh, try to stay within your portions, manage your weekends, don't like go nuts. You know. Other point: be accountable. Keep you focused and motivated. Have accountability systems in place. Track your food intake in a journal or an app such as MyFitnessPal or Lose It. MyFitnessPal, that is a very handy thing if you want to see what calories are, uh, you know, you are ingesting. How much? How much? Uh, I've, uh, I, I'm actually going to talk about this right now after uh, we, we talk about this. The last one, expect lapses. It's going to happen. You're, you know, you're going to have an extra piece of birthday cake, you're going to go nuts on a bag of chips, you know, like I've had a bit of potato chips this week, um, you know, I ate Thai food pretty late last night, whatever, that's okay, you can't do, you know, changing your, your workout and your fucking diet at the same time is really fucking hard and straining on your mind, so let lapses happen, you'll tighten up, no big deal. You know, it's just part, it's part of the fucking journey. Don't worry about it. The last thing I want to talk about, my fitness pal. It's a great thing for uh, looking at calories. And there's two alcoholic drinks I want to talk about. One that I drink and one that my mom drinks, okay? Now, people are, you know, speaking with my mom too, she's like, why can't I lose weight? Like, uh, God, you know, I walk so much and I do this and that. Little alcohol likes to rear its ugly head when you don't realize it. So for me, I like to have Miller Genuine Draft. That's a nice crisp beer. It's light. Uh, it is an American beer. It's my. It's probably my favorite American beer for sure. So say you get a six-pack six pack of um, MGD cans, 355 milliliters. In one can is 143 calories. So if you drink a six pack in, you know, five or six hours, say a beer an hour, that's like 858 calories. When you're supposed to like stick to around 15, 1600, if you're trying to lose weight, you just drank fucking more than half. So everyone always wonders like you can't drink beer when you're trying to lose weight. It's pretty fucking true. Try to stay away from that shit because it is high in calories. 143 calories for one beer. Fuck, I can crush that in in two seconds. Now, my mom is a wine drinker, a red wine drinker, has been her whole life, has been my entire life that I've known her, and she doesn't really change brands all that much. She likes a Fulinari, Valepalicella, Italian wines, and I looked up how many calories are in that. So per eight ounces for a Valepalicella, that's about a third of the bottle of a 750-milliliter bottle, 124 calories, 124 calories. So if you drink an entire bottle, which is very easy to do with a 750-milliliter bottle, and that gets me pretty pretty drunk, like I got to say. Like I'm feeling pretty drunk drinking a bottle of wine. It's only, it's 372 calories 
but still you're drinking, you know, a big portion of calories for your day when you've got, you know, three meals and everything else. So what I'm saying is pay attention, look it up. My fitness pal is a great app for it. See how many calories you're drinking. If you notice that, like you're trying to work out, but you know, you know, I can't seem to lose it and I can't seem to stop drinking booze. Just take a, take a gander and have a fucking vod sewed because uh, vodka soda is probably like 30, 30 to 50 calories, I would say total. Okay. So thanks for listening. This has been uh, a fun one. Alfonso, thank you for delivering my meal. I barely touched it because it was getting far too late. It was getting far too late, Alfonso. But uh, I do uh, recommend you you know, buying a used bike, something a little bit better than a BMX bike. Thanks for listening, guys. It's episode 28. Next week is 29. Holy shit, did I just do an episode one week apart? That, I get a pat on the back for that, motherfuckers. Um, so, yeah, it's fall. Breathe some cold air. Let's fucking rock it. <laughs>